get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire, Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you haven't done it already. Go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. I want to know how is your mindset and money makeover going? You know, we have um, gone through a few episodes and we've discussed, you know, the, the, the mindset around money is just so, so, so critical to the amount of money you actually accumulate, keep, and grow. And, you know, when we begin to now do a review of that, we have a review of the influences that we have in our life. Many people believe that they're not, um, you know, able to be influenced, but that's totally not true. Uh, the thing about influence is that sometimes it's happening when we don't even realize it's happening, and that's probably the most dangerous. So it's very important that you do the review of where you are as well as where you are with money and even the way you feel about people with money. But I want you to know that, um, you know, identifying uh, where you are going to uh, really get access and allocate and, and do some really good things when it comes to money. I want you to um, allocate. Money should be going places where it can be moved and multiplied. Keep it simple. Keep it simple so it's easier for you to ramp. The hardest thing is holding on to things that just don't belong in your next level, as well as people and the places, including the places you go in your mind. Today, we're going to start revamping, revamping your mind. And next episode, we'll start revamping your money. We want you to understand that you got to remove the old to make room for the new And Isaiah 43, 19 is going to be our scripture. And I want us to go to prayer together because we want total transformation, right? We want it to where when the changes are made, you're not going back. When the changes are made, you're not going back. So I'm going to tell you some things that you want to be in your revamping process, so it doesn't happen. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is a day that you've made, and we're glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, as we are making our petitions made known to you, let us give you first the highest praise of hallelujah. 
Just that highest praise alone put us in the proper mindset to understand how majestic, how glorious, and how graceful you are. So we won't just come to ask you for these material things, but we'll prepare our mind, not only for heaven, but even when we meet again. As we're putting our minds on higher things, make it easier for us to revamp and identify what we need to remove, but also what we need to add. As we're knowing that we need to add more conversations with you, more prayer with you, more meditation with you, more time with you. So as we're seeking your kingdom and your righteousness, we know that everything else we need will be added to us. We're grateful for the places that you're taking us. And we know it's okay to rid goodbye to the places we've been. We thank you for the experiences, even the ones that we weren't sure were a part of the plan, but you knew. As we're going to this next level, let us become even more humble, even more graceful, even more pleasing to you. We honor and Bless your holy name and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, everyone. Good afternoon to you. Good evening. I'm sure when you're listening to this, it may be even in another year or years to come. I want you to come in because I want to discuss your review process and, um, Give you some free coaching today, if that's okay. I want you to turn to the book of Isaiah 43 and 19. I want you to get excited. First time I read this scripture, honestly, I wasn't excited. I couldn't see the new thing that God was doing. I just couldn't see it. It was just such a painful time. But after I allowed God to really do, like I could say, a spiritual heart surgery, it's why I am so compassionate, so consistent. And why I take the time for the lives of others. It was the setup for the come up. And so you might be going through some things but I want you to hold on to this scripture in your revamping process. It says, Isaiah 43 and 19, if you're just logging in. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I'm going to try to hold back the tears of, at this particular time, 23 years ago, I birthed a set of twins. And one was one pound, 10 ounces, and the other was one pound, 
nine ounces. And I was 23 years old. I know that there could not be a mistake that two and three together is five, which is grace. And it couldn't be a mistake that 23 years ago, God would know I would be exactly where I am 23 years later. A few weeks after that, the twin that was doing the best, he started breathing on his own first. He was the first one I was able to hold. He passed away. Well, but that surviving twin, the one who had to be resuscitated 13 times in one day, can you imagine a 23-year-old mom in NICU, which is a neonatal ICU unit, and seeing your babies hooked up to all these tubes, I was a hairstylist, and I'm like, okay, Lord, this is where I am again. My second set of twins, at 23, second set of twins, I literally felt like a failure. There were days when I looked around in the NICU and Most all the parents were older, and I was looking like, I'm 23, and my womb can't even hold a baby. It's one thing to be pregnant, and then when you get to a place where you're even, where people could even see see that you're pregnant. They can see it. And you come home half empty handed. Now, after months of my son, my surviving son, Juwan, after months of back and forth in NICU unit, months, He comes home, but he's wrapped up in a heart monitor, and they're so frail. When I begin to look at him now, and I cried out to God, like after Jaquin, which is a twin, passed away, I cried out to God in the middle of the hospital, said, please, Lord, not another one. I cannot take losing another child, whatever it is, please spare this child's life. I don't care what it takes to take care of him. Please, I just can't lose another one. And God did just that.
Nonetheless, that definitely, definitely provoked some changes in my life. It wasn't like I was a person that was eating unhealthy or I was out. I think I probably was healthier then. It wasn't like I was a person that was reckless, anything like that. And that's what I just didn't understand. I was like, My family is a very fertile family. I mean, I have some cousins that they probably have, I don't know, 15 kids. I mean, my grandmother, six or seven kids. I mean, I'm like, why is this happening to me? But the moment I began to revamp my thoughts and said, listen, I can't worry about why that happened. I have these two babies now that I got to take care of. Now, not even... A year later, Jawan's dad now is gone away to prison. So now I have two fathers in prison. I'm saying, now, what in the world is this? And I began to take responsibility. Listen, this is the cars I was dealt with. I got to play them. I didn't want that negative down feeling around my baby who was already fighting for his life. I didn't want that essence around his brother who had now grew up with a brother that was disabled. And that changed so much in my house where I began to just speak life into my kids, life over me. I knew nothing about this Developed the Bible that I read every day. So much so that I still have the Bible. It's so beaten up. The binding is coming off of it, but it's taken me through so much. And when I can say that that was 100% the setup for the come up, it helped me to have a system of reviewing and revamping anything that didn't belong. And the first thing I had to do was know that those thoughts, those pity parties did not belong. I had no time for that. I had kids that needed to have a healthy atmosphere, no matter how bad it was, to where I think that now they're like, you know what? It didn't even feel like it, it was so, so loving, so connecting, like times where we couldn't like get, you know, places we could go with wheelchairs. I would create and do picnics on my floor, uh, you know, with my kids on a Sunday and we're watching and worshiping and all these kind of things, I started making a way and did not understand that that was God setting me up to know how to worship and pray, even if I wasn't in a church, even if I wasn't. I had no clue that that was the setup for the major come up. Revamping your life and identifying when God is trying to do something new, it does not always look good. Most of the time, it looks crazy. For those who might be going through some crazy right now. But when you change the way you look at it and then you start saying, I am truly going to believe what God says about it. 
that I'm going to reap what I sow. So I started sowing in what I wanted out. And God sent literally a full-time nanny for me, literally all along, all the way up until I got married. And a little after Robert and I were married, I had full-time nannies at the rate I could afford. That was a miracle. Revamping is necessary. Literally right now, God is doing a revamping process, even for me. And he's done it several times in between. The stories are so many, I can't share them all in all the episodes. I just want you to know it's necessary, though. Along the way, when you kind of in the hustle and bustle of building your life, your empire, your business, then now you start picking up things, even people, situations, and even perceptions that don't belong in your next level. It's going to be times where you're so busy that you're not reviewing And there's been some events, some situations, some circumstances that happened in my life to where the first or second or third, I was still just moving. And then one of them, God had me one day waking up 3 a.m. And it was almost like it was an instant download of all the things that were happening that I had allowed to happen. And I said, how did I let these circumstances in? And you say, well, how do I know what are the things I need to revamp? Is that you wake up and they just show up in your mind, but they're not pleasant. These are things that will interrupt you getting into the holies of holies with God. These are things that will slow down your connectivity. Now you got to spend so much time repenting for thoughts and all this stuff. Get that stuff out the way now. God is trying to do something new. And I said, no, you got to let it go. So you start making that list of the people, places, the things, and start revamping now. And when I did that again, I'm like, God, show me this process. I got to share it with others. And then I started saying, okay, I need to... Do some other things. And literally, I did like a a new photo shoot, and I started finding that spot again that I had, that joy I had in the midst of storms where I could laugh with my kids, even though we were always in the doctor's office, even though we were. And I found that place again. And my God, the miracles that have begun to happen. Remember, I share with you how you create miracles in your life. When you identify the need and you literally commit to doing what it takes, you take responsibility and do what it takes. And don't give up. You're going to start seeing miracles. That has to happen first in the mind before you can keep doing it in the money. If not, you'll be on a seesaw or even worse, a roller coaster with your money acquisition, how you keep it, how you grow it. 
I know most of the times we're taught about how to just get that money, secure that bag. And even when I hear the people say that and I see everything else going, I said, they got a long way to go. And it's okay because so did I. But it's not okay when you think you got it and you don't. What I want you to do is revamp your mind. It's okay to let go. It don't have to be crazy. It don't have to be, it doesn't have to be all of that. It just don't. But you gotta know it's necessary. You'll be more productive. Your true personality will come out. Greatness will proceed and follow you. You'll be more attractive to who you really want and need in your life. Don't you want that? Well, the things that are ugly or make you feel some kind of way, You have people in your life that lack sincerity. It's going to beat down on your psyche. You're going to need that for where you're going. Stop tolerating just any old thing in your life. I want to know where are you with your review? Love to hear from you. If you can come in the queue, press star number one. I am so liberated when I can hear my son say, Mom, I know it's my birthday. My wife and I were going to Benihana. I said, Okay, boo. I said, So when we getting together? All right, um, Thursday, Friday. I said, Okay, Friday. I said, That's cool. What if I had been, whoa, it's me. Would he have ever been confident enough to be homecoming king in high school or even feel confident enough to get married and he lives in his own place and he didn't do an apartment, he got got a house? I thought, okay. All on his own. Wow, we can learn a lot from him, can't we? 502-4062. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Let's see there. Hopefully, let's get ready. We got 219, last four, 3361. Are you ready to come in the queue? Good morning. I'm here. Good morning. How are you? Great. Um, my name is Precious Rhymes. I'm on Sharonda and Marlon Hester's team. Um, Good morning. God just woke me up this early because I don't have to be to work to 11, and I have been fasting. This is my third day of fasting and praying about some things that, you know, just been going on in my life. I recently fostered a 15-year-old, and she was abused, and I got her and her baby, and I lost my baby. And just still trying to, you know, grow the business, and I'm going through all of the heartache and, you know, still trying to deal and just hearing your testimony this morning gives me more hope, you know, that you can live past the hurt. 
Yeah. And you can still be great in trying to help others, and you can still build a great business, and God will still hear your cry. So I appreciate your testimony on this morning, you know, just giving us a little bit more insight on what it really means to push past your feelings. God bless you, and you will. It will. Let me tell you, all of what that was, I turned it into purpose and just start sewing and sewing and sewing into the lives of others. Even when I was a hairstylist, I was always that hairstylist that made my clients feel better after they left. They didn't only look good, they felt better, you know, and um, that was God set up for it being my life work. Keep sewing wherever you have a depletion. Sew there. Even if you have less money, sew money. Wherever you have a depletion, sew that because that's where you know you're operating in faith. Okay. God bless you. I want to hear more um, about your story after. Just keep doing it. I want to hear 813 last 4 3955. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, um, Nicola Smith. This is Sasha from Tampa. I'm under Aisha Benicourt's um, team. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, first and foremost, I just want to thank you for your leadership and your mentoring and your commitment to making this call each and every morning in, in order to speak into our lives. Um, and I, I just thank God for allowing you to be a blessing in our lives, first and foremost. Um, uh, You're absolutely right when you have to let go of things that hold you back. Um, I'm recently going through my daughter. uh, I only have one child, and she recently got married. And, of course, that's every mother's dream to be able to have your daughter get married. Um, But during her time, she's only been married eight months, um, now finding herself going through a very ugly divorce um, that um, totally has shaken my world Um, and still being able to run a team um, and still be able to grow. And and God just takes you through processes sometimes. And I've acknowledged that um, even in the midst of the storm, you have to have faith and you have to keep to your promises that God has planted and has deposited in your womb in order for you to be successful. I find myself mentoring my daughter, giving her strength when she's weak, giving her hope um, where she lost hope, giving her faith where um, she has lost the faith, and being able to be a mentor for her personally in order for her to be able to go because I'm, I also was a single mom and went through a divorce when I had her. Um, so um, going through the process and being faithful, sometimes adversity um, gives you purpose and plan for you to do better um, and to be able to minister to people that are close to you and your loved ones. So thank you so much for this opportunity to share. I mean, I, I so concur with you in that, you know, um when your parents see you go through some tough things, my mom has seen me go through some tough things. I could remember one time I was going through something like just so painful, and I saw her look at me and said, Mom, why are you looking at me like that? And she's shaking her head. I said, why are you looking at me like that? She said, 
you're so strong. Like, you're handling this like you're, you've been around for ages. And she said, that gives me strength. And why I'm sharing that with you is to say the same thing my sons have told me, an idea of how I have helped them understand how to move past hurts, how to have faith, how to keep moving. No matter what's going on, they will always see me keep moving. And you have to know yeah. that even if that's not a discussion with you and your daughter, she's got to still see you bear good fruit even in hard times. She got to see you keep yeah. going in the hard times. By what we do versus what we say. When I started giving my opinion and the idea, I was really afraid for my son to move out, and I was like, "You got married?" I'm like, "This is crazy." And at some point, he's like, "Mom, I got a life too. I got to live my life." And I'm like, "What you say, boy?" (laughs) (laughs) And in the quiet hours, God showed me and said. He was built for this just like you were built for what you have gone through. He's gone through challenges, and I just sit there and I support him, and I don't even say a word. I don't get into business or anything. I just keep sowing that power into him. Because even if your kids see you start getting sour, it creates even root in them of bitterness. You can't move past things if you're bitter. You just got to show them how to get better. Amen. I hope that helps. Thank God you. bless you. We're going to take we're going to take one last caller. Several people in the, we're going to take this one last caller and then we're going to we're going to end this one because people listening to the replay they like, "Okay, well you guys come on already." 704-4682. This is my favorite part to hear from you. Good morning. 0682. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. How are you? you? Hey, Queen. I'm amazing. My name is Shanika Jackson from Southville, North Carolina, and I'm under the leadership of Michelle Hofer. Um, And that call last night was just powerful. But just how God is moving and transpiring, um, He made me be intentional last night, and He gave Mm -hmm. me a vision back in 2018 about getting this building in Southville. It's the old Kmart, and I rode around it seven times last night. It's like midnight, and I'm just crying out, and I was listening to I told the storm. And there was two homeless men out there, and I asked them that they want something to eat, um, got them something to eat, and just sit down, and the spirits that they was in, they land on the concrete, and they uplifted my spirit, and they mm. just like, I could see, you know, I could see God in you. And he was just like, um, you know, he was like, I just, he was like, I thank God for you playing that song, because that's what we were just talking about, not looking at the bad part of the situation. Look how much brighter, and I just ministered and told them, you know, Regardless of what you're in right now, regardless of what you're going through right now, this ain't your final destination. You just got to have faith and believe. And just to be able to sit they said, we ain't never had nobody. We done had plenty of people buy something to eat, but ain't nobody sat down and ate with us. So just mm-hmm. to sit down on the concrete and come down to a level, it just took me into a whole nother place. And then before I had went there, God had told me I had to have closure. I lost my house in 2018. My job and I started my business. I lost it August 15, 2018 and started my business. With FES August the 17th, 2018. And he said, You got to make some closure. So I went back to my house and I sat there and I just prayed and just thank God for those seven years that I was there 
and knowing seven years is years of completion, that it was time for me to move on and go to my next level in my life. And just the things that he's been showing me that it's time to level up. Like you, I've showed you and I gave you the task that you're supposed to do at hand. Go ahead and do what I showed you to do. And I mean, I thank God for you just pointing us into us, Dame. I mean, it's just, I just, I just thank God for everybody that God has placed in my life at this time. And just understanding that it's going to get hard. You're going to have those days where, you know, you feel like giving up. Everybody has them, but you just got to continue to push on, especially when you have three children that's looking after you, that's watching you, what you do. And I have a 16-year-old, about to be 17-year-old girl, a 14-year-old daughter, and a 7-year-old son. And we was in Virginia this past weekend on the 4th of July. And my car broke down on that Saturday morning. I ain't never had no problems out of my car. And the man was like, it's normal wear and tear. And I got to where he told me to go. And they was closed. And I sat there, and I was like, Lord, you know, I ain't going to get upset. But, you know, the enemy tried to come in. So, I, you know, I kind of got I, – I started crying a little bit. And then I got in the car, and I called my friend who was going to visit. She said, well, take it to Moe's. And um, as we got there, he said, well, we can't find a par. Would it be in the 4th of July? And I said, it's in God's will. Whatever's meant to be done is going to be done. And just being able to be in the midst and the what God had did, he let us make it to our destination, which was four and a half hours away. Then the car messed up but sent me to a place to get my car fixed, and the man only ended up charging me $340. I called when I got back home, and the part, one of the parts, three parts broke. The one part was the same price as what he charged me for the whole car to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I just said, that wasn't nothing but God. And just just understanding that God has showed you things, you got to walk in it. Don't procrastinate, push all the other stuff to the side, start walking in it. And I just thank God for getting up and having my daily routine and having – some powerful women that we get to get up and listen to at 6.30 in the morning, and they, they show us different things. We listen to different ministers and different motivational speakers every morning. And then to be able to get on at 8 o'clock and get on the IPA call, just we have avenues that's there for us, but we don't utilize them. We have to start utilizing what God places for us. And when I was reading in the Bible, he said, you know, it's men that don't went before you that I already laid the path. You just got to reap the harvest. They already done sold the seeds for you. You just got to go in it and walk in it. So I think, like I said, I thank God for you. You just don't understand what you do in my life, just how you minister. Even last night when the enemy tried to come against us, I just kept saying, well, I thank you. Like, you got no room here, enemy. You can't, you ain't, you ain't going to stop nothing. So thank you. I just thank you so much. We ain't never scared. We ain't never scared. I'm telling you right now, (laughs) I just bless, you just bless my heart. I could just hear Papa Monroe in my Ear, times we going into a hotel after we had dinner with some high-level people and there was homeless people and he stopped and he talked to them and he didn't matter. It didn't matter. And that's the thing. I want to keep it like that. It doesn't matter how much finances I accumulate. Every person is important because you never know when you're entertaining an angel. And I heard the young lady share that. And at the end of the day, God is no respect to a person. That's why I wake up every day to share for those who have the ears to hear. Now, listen, I'm not here to lead everybody, and I'm okay with that. I'm not here to rock with everybody. I'm okay with that. Everyone has their place and their time. But I want you to take this information, and I don't want you guys to just be motivated. I need you to go make some moves out there. Go out there. Be productive. Go get other people. Your heart now is open and your minds are open, go out there, reduce the fear, the rejection, the past, all of that, and go help some people. 
go help some people. It's about to get tougher out here, y'all. So go make it easier for somebody else. God bless you. Love you.